Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Hey, y'all. Seven Rounds in Heaven is back. We're brought to you by the Armchair All-Americans as a part of the Armchair Media Network. Week two of college football is over, and Kentucky finally beat Florida, baby. It is I, Rob Paul, the Armchair Scout, a.k.a. the third most accurate quarterback in the SEC. And with me, as always, is AJ, too many reasons for Manny to win Heisman Marchese. I don't know how I feel about that. Uh, shout out to my friend Kern for coming up with that. Uh, today, we'll do some week two superlatives, break down what we saw in the best games in college football, and preview who to watch in week three. So let's hit it. Seven rounds in heaven with my baby, driving down to Nashville maybe, looking for a net or bosa. Draft Matt Gay on the first day, draft Matt Gay on the second day, just get Matt Gay on your squad. Let's go seven rounds, let's go seven rounds together, let's go seven rounds forever, and that's a song. You know, ever since I started this podcast, people have been asking me for advice. Usually, it's what team to bet on this week. The truth is, I don't know who's going to win, but if you think you know, you got to check out my bookie. Remember, who you're betting on is just as important as who you're betting with. That's why I always tell people to bet with my bookie. Trust me, guys. They're your best bet this season. They've been in the business for years, have great reviews online, and their mobile site is easy to use. I would only recommend a service to my listeners that's been good to me. That's why I'm urging you to make your way to my bookie. You win, they pay. They have in-game, live betting, the most rewarding player perks in the business. And for you fantasy guys out there, you can even bet the over-under on how many fantasy points a player will score each game. Join now and MyBookie will match your deposit dollar for dollar. Use promo code HEAVEN to activate the offer. Visit MyBookie online today. That's MY. B-O-O-K-I-E, and don't forget to use the promo code HEAVEN, H-E-A-V-E-N, when creating your account to claim up to $1,000 in free play. You play, you win, you get paid. Okay, AJ. My boogie! We're back with our superlatives. Week 2 superlatives this week, AJ. You know I live and die for superlatives. So, we'll just go superlative by superlative, breaking down. Do you like the Do you like the Jimmy Fallon ones that he does? So I yeah. so into them. Jimmy stole this from me. <laughs> Ex best friend of the show. Oh shit! Yeah, he was actually the host before you with me. Oh really? I didn't. I actually didn't Breaks know. That. A lot and then he got film. the Tonight Show. Well, we'll. Maybe I got the Tonight Show and something happened. We'll leave it at that. Okay. Ooh, uh, we, we need to hear the story. Best freshman you saw this week. Anybody? It's kind of hard to find freshmen, especially because, yeah, it's hard to find freshmen. <laughs> Not hard to find sophomores, though, as we kind of talked before the show. Just This week was littered with sophomores. But in a week that was kind of uh, quiet for freshmen, I think we got to shout out a guy that we've both been into for a long time, and he got his first career start. DTR, never easy going into Oklahoma. Norman's tough. And, like, obviously they didn't win the game, but he looked solid. He played well, all things considered, and considering what's didn't around it? him. Yeah, like, he got sacked a lot <laughs> and immediately. 
But I mean, he played solid. You didn't throw any picks. Like that's that's a big plus. No, to me. he's definitely the the right quarterback for Chip Kelly in this offense going forward. It's just not going to work out yep. this year. No, then there's not that much there, and the talent that's there seems to be freshman talent. So, uh, yeah, Kashmir Allen. They're yeah, he's interesting. He's, he's a good fit for them. Uh, speaking yes. of freshman quarterback making their first start, and Chip Kelly, Scott Frost's freshman quarterback at Nebraska, Adrian Martinez, best freshman I saw this week. Um, they they kind of they compare him to Marcus Mariota apparently, which I mean, a little soon to be doing that. <laughs> but he looks like the right quarterback for Nebraska in Scott Frost. He threw for a buck 87, ran for 117, three total touchdowns. He was zipping the ball. His pocket presence was strong. He did not get rattled mm-hmm. against Colorado. His his running ability is pretty dynamic. He he really fits what Frost wants to do. Um, but he hurt, he hurt his knee. They were winning, and he went down late with an injured knee, and then they ended up losing. But he, he looks like... I'm I'm pretty excited to watch Nebraska. Honestly, it's gonna be fun. That's so huge for Scott Frost being able to get a quarterback that looks like he's gonna be you know his damn guy for the next three four years. Like, I think that was like one of the biggest fears. You know what yeah. I mean? Never him not being able to recruit. I mean, I know we we've known about Martinez, but you know what I mean. Him taking that job and not being able to find his guy there, but. Yeah, and, and it's not did. like Colorado's a scrub team, and Martinez looked pretty good a bit against them. No. Uh, okay, like you mentioned, tons of sophomores this week. I so many different times that I I wrote down what what while well, I'm watching games. If a guy catches my eye, let's write this guy's name down. I can go check out his film later. Half the time it was true sophomores, so I was like, "What is yeah. the point of this?" Uh, there are so many running backs that are true sophomores right now that are impressive. Uh, anyone specifically stand out for you? Uh, I, I'm gonna go with I guess. You'll probably mention one of these guys. A more low-key guy, but I know you saw him too. Uh, Kenneth Murray, linebacker for Oklahoma. Yep. He looked very, very good in that game. He was all over the place. He, he's got some attitude too. Yeah. He's, I think he's like 6'2", 230, if I remember correctly. So, like, he's already really well-built for a true sophomore. He's flying around. I know he played a lot as a true freshman last I think, year too, Yeah, he was so. a Big 12 defensive freshman of the year, I think. He was, yeah. Yeah, no, he, he's a guy who I wrote his name down thinking, hoping he wasn't a true sophomore, but he was. So, uh, <laughs> Still Caleb Kelly's job, too. That's big. Yeah, much better. Uh, my sophomore is Kylan Hill, the Mississippi State running back. Yeah. He, I, I was very invested in this Mississippi State-Kansas State game to watch their defensive line versus the Kansas State's offensive line. And yep. Hill kept catching my eye. They... Aris Williams went back for his senior year and effectively was replaced by Hill. Um, That sucks for Williams. Williams not very good, though. No, no, it still sucks for him. But obviously, Moorhead's coming over from Penn State, and we saw what he did with Saquon Barkley. And they use Hill in not not like the exact same way, but a similar way. Uh, Hill racked up 227 total yards, three touchdowns. He had an acrobatic touchdown grab. He was, um, he he's got like he he runs well inside. He's like well built for a true sophomore, but he's also got burst to mm-hmm. take it to the next level. Um, he was phenomenal. Like, I I can't believe how talented the twenty twenty NFL draft running yeah. backs will be. I know, and like this year for running backs, it's, it obviously just took a big hit with Ronnie Anderson tearing his mm-hmm. ACL. I know. I'm sure we'll mention that more later, but. This year doesn't seem like the best year for quarterbacks or running backs, but... No, there's more interesting quarterbacks, at least. Yeah, it feels... Yeah, it's not is, like sure. a great group or anything, but there's... It's not last no, year, no, but no. yeah. But interesting, at least. Speaking but now with no Rodney, there's like two running backs who look like actual starting running backs. I'm big fan of both. Yeah, me too. Me too. Two guys. And but. I love Miles Gaskin, but it's, a, it's me too. not a great group. Can I throw another name out that um, I know you kind of told me to watch out for? For a sophomore? Yeah, yeah, of course. Kendrick Rogers, wide receiver, takes it in. Yeah, he goes off, eh? He was damn good, yeah. <laughs> Hint, he, he's... Like your, your word for him was swaggy, and you're He's accurate. draft eligible. He's a red shirt. Oh, is he yeah. red shirt? Ooh. I might mention him in a bit. Uh, okay. Oh, shit, what up? Who was the best prospect just in general that you saw? Anyone stick out for you? I don't know. I mean, 
Uh, just talking. Has Ed Oliver been quiet or no? Like, what do you think? Uh, he destroyed Rice. I haven't. I didn't For- see what he did against Arizona, but he he annihilated Rice every snap. I think he uh, four hurries. I think half a sack this week. Like it was a good game. It just feels like we've been talking a lot about Bosa instead of Oliver. Yeah, well, you know it's because I mean? a lot of the time I watch the Ohio State game live, and I get to yeah. the Oliver tape after the fact. But I mean, that was yeah. They just but I, directed. When I, Who, who's your guy? Uh, okay. Week? There was no doubt in my mind after watching this game that it would be him. Um, Jeffrey Simmons, the Mississippi State defensive mm-hmm. tackle. Like I said, yeah. I was. this is the game I was most focused on just in general and uh, invested in. Uh, Especially at the noon. Yeah, yeah. So I was like really had my eyes on this is because of the O-line, D-line battle. And Simmons lived up to the hype. Um, four tackles, two tackles for loss, a hurry. He, I swear he had more tackles for loss than this. I think, I guess, if you include tackles at the line of scrimmage, it, 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 <laughs> I swear every tackle he made was there. He also got a, um, he hit their quarterback a handful of times. He, his strength, his power rush, like he was bullying their center, Holtorf, who's like a legit prospect at center, into the uh, into the quarterback. Um, he, he was eating up blocks. There's one time they tried to run a running back screen, and so he, uh, he, he just did like a quick swim and beat the guard. But like, I, he in, immediately realized they're running screen, and that's why it was so easy. And, and he found the running back and TFL'd him and like just ate him. Um, <laughs> I so I, I saw this live right, and I, the the tape was cut in time for this podcast. So I got to the tape today, and uh, <laughs> Simmons sits only behind Ed Oliver as my uh, on my interior D line prospect list now he, yeah right. he is he is freaky i have him as a top 10 player oh okay that's actually my pick for best prospect v prospect matchup and i mean we just did it now so the mississippi state defense line versus the k-state and i'll have line. a little more on that when we get there too okay okay we'll get there um uh shooting off the board ah oh god a lot of my picks are gonna be from this mississippi state kansas state game Oh my God! Get over it already. Shooting at my board, Montez Sweat, the edge for Mississippi State. <laughs> uh, three okay. tackles, two TFLs, a sack, and a hurry against Kansas State. Um, he he was he played mul- from multiple spots. He um, he I swear again, I swear he hit the quarterback like four times. So I don't know what a hurry is, but he had multiple quarterback hits. Yeah. Um, he took on Dalton Reisner and was who, who's one of the best. Uh, tackle prospects in the draft and it was a slug fest between the two and uh, a few times sweat just based off effort was getting pressure and bad quarterback presence from the quarterbacks but sweats effort and motor in this game were impressive uh he, sh- he showed good functional strength i question his strength because he's tall and lean right but he was taking mm-hmm. on Reisner pretty well in the run game um and he he showed more bend than I uh, initially thought he had, but like I I, I think he'll end up a legit first round prospect. How did Reisner look while we're oh, here, buddy? I'll get to it. Don't worry, I'll get there. That's my ma- my. Oh my! Is, is, did you just pick this game for everyone? <laughs> no, okay, I'll, I'll just hop to it now. Uh, okay. <laughs> well, I had two best prospect versus prospect matchup. One was Reisner versus Sweat, and it's Sweat, Sweat yep. wasn't lining up on him every time. But the times they they were up on each other, it was it was beautiful. It was just two monsters going at each other. Like Reisner played really well. His anchor was on. He was playing like a an asshole. And uh, when it wasn't against Sweat, he was killing the guy too. I didn't know who the, the other edge that it might have been Jerry Green. Um, but mm. when it was him and Sweat, it was just a battle between the two. And like I don't even I can't even declare one a winner or loser because they both look good. That's fair. I, the way you were talking up, I thought I thought he was going to dominate. No. Him. Like just the way you were talking. No, Reisner looked really good too. And I like I watched both of their tape from the game after the game too. I was impressed. Can I give it a name out that's one of your boys and uh, maybe has an opportunity? I just want to I just want to shout him out. Shooting up the board. Yeah, not really, but I just want to throw him yeah. in here. Uh, there's a hole vacant after Ronnie Anderson, so there's room here. That's why I kind of snuck this one in here. Benny Snell beating Florida. Uh, Benny Snell, I got to the tape on him too, baby. How was he, it? He, like, he's not 
gonna blow you away, but he's just consistent and a smart running back. Twenty-seven carries, hundred seventy-five yards. Like he had one run where he uh, he like jump cut, found the hole, and it was his longest run for sure. It was like thirty yards. Um, he he's he's got solid contact balance. I like his vision. He's a he's a bigger dude, but it's like he's not all power or anything. He's just a smart. You, you've been a big Benny Snell. Guy I just enjoy time, him because so. they they run that wildcat with him, and I like I love it. <laughs> yeah. Um, Okay, anyone sliding down your board? Uh, Ronnie Anderson is that a cheap no, pick? No, I, I didn't. I, I'm pretty sure I did Trey Adams last week for the injury. No, oh, yeah, you did. Okay, so I mean that's you know it's, it's an ACL. It's injury. also tough because Rodney Anderson now in four years at Oklahoma has missed th- basically three full seasons. Yeah. Yep. Uh, check out my article tomorrow because I read about that. Um, no, that that's fair. I I wonder if he'll go back or not because I don't I don't know what he should do. I don't know either. Uh, Slide down my board. A guy I was high on in the year, Jawan Johnson, the Penn State receiver. Yeah. Um, he's done nothing through two games. He's had drops through two games. Penn, Penn State lit up Pitt, and he was bad in the game. He's mm-hmm. just kind of disappearing right now. Um, any out-of-nowhere prospects? Uh, not particularly. Uh, Kendrick Rogers Jr., the A&M guy we mentioned. Oh, okay, yeah. Okay. yeah, well. Yeah, because yeah. he's a Richard sophomore. Seven catches, 120, and two TDs for Clemson. He, he was good. the guy Mond went to when they needed to play. He looked really good. He's uh, long, lean, athletic, swaggy. Um, <laughs> uh, I, I've written his name down for hopefully someone cut some tape, and we get to see some of him because he... Mond Mon looked Mon pretty good, Mond did too. look good. Mond... That Jimbo's got that offense like put together pretty well because yeah. uh, I'm going to talk about who made me look stupid this week is Travion Williams, but uh, Kendrick Rogers and Mond both looked really good. The offense looked good in general. They had a few other receivers making plays. Um, the offensive line struggled and Travion Williams played terribly, but Mond really interested me last year. But you know, it was really sporadic play and he was just kind of fun to watch. Yeah. And then this year, like especially in the Clemson game, like that's a big time performance against that defense, and like he looked a lot more composed and just making like legit throws now. Yeah, you know what for I mean? sure. Uh, but Travion Williams made me look stupid because we both know I was high on him entering the season. He was yeah. awful in this game. I think I texted you while I was watching uh, the game. Yeah. I, so he had twenty touches, only had seventy one yards, had a fumble, he had a drop pass. He w- he was like not breaking tackles at all. He wasn't really making anybody miss. He had like two yard or sorry, two runs where it was like okay. I was very disappointed. That sounds pretty yeah. bad. Uh uh I'll, I'll I'll throw one back your way. Like a plus for you. It's one of your guys that I was lower on. Who had a big gate uh, big gay, big day Saturday. Uh Daryl Henderson, Memphis. Did he have a big day? 13 carries, 212 yards, three baby. touchdowns. That's what he does. He's explosive. <laughs> like I don't, I don't think I he's like a starting running back, but I think he's like in the Gio Bernard type role. Yeah, like I, like in my report of him, I'd say he's kind of a boomer bust runner, legit breakaway speed. So I'm not looking stupid, but uh, like that's a that's a big day for him. It was against Navy, but like they were really nice touchdown runs. Yes. Um, another prospect versus prospect matchup: uh, Georgia corner De- DeAndre Baker versus South Carolina yeah. receiver Debo Samuel. It's got big height, and, and, and it, it got some added bonus because the trash talk before and after the game. Did you yes. see what DeAndre Baker yeah. said after the game? I That's did. Hilarious. Um, and there was, I think, most people were higher on Samuel than they are Baker. And yes. Baker, obviously, he had that pick early in the game uh, that should have been for six, but he dropped the ball before going in the end zone. And, uh, Someone on Georgia recovered for the touchdown anyway, but um, Baker played a pretty good game. Two pass deflections. Debo only had six catches for thirty-three yards. Um, I don't know. That's a little disappointing in a big game. Yeah, Bentley had something to do with that. Bentley was horrible, but mm-hmm. Baker Baker like played up to it. So I was impressed. Um, pro- Baker's been you know, he's been good for a while. He, though, I know the questions are about his speed. Yeah, and athleticism, but like, like I think he's a very, very good college. Me, corner, me too. Um, a prospect who played the box score, Rennell ran of Arizona State. 
Yeah, now we're talking. Baby. He had one. I, I I assumed he had a better like statistical game after watching the game. He had one tackle, but yo, he multiple times just fucking threw their center into the backfield. It was insane. Yeah, oh, please take it easy on Brian Allen, but <laughs> yeah, he was in lowercase face like almost every single snap. Ren had a big. He was blowing people up, and yeah. like he's not even a, like not to say he's not strong. But it's not like he's some massive load. He's like 6'5", 290. And he's doing that. Yeah, but he's he, on tape, he's, he had some massive load. Yo, he did that. I mean, he, he killed Washington last year with it, too. But, that, that first yeah. stab of the game where he just um, But his size, his, uh, his leverage, like his ability to play with leverage at that height is impressive, which mm-hmm. is uh, what yeah. helps generate that power on that bull rush. He's like I think he's gonna just shoot up the draft boards, man. He he's got the body of like to be a five tech here, right? Yeah. And like the makeup, like so he's he's got some flexibility and he's gonna be interesting. Big fan of him. But we've been fans for a long yeah. time. So. Man, I'm pretty sure we discovered him. I'm I'm gonna toot our own horn. But I think yeah, I don't know. I didn't hear his name before we watched the tape, so I forget even how I found him. I think I think there I was think- just tape cut. Like yeah, yeah, there I, was. I think when we were doing I think our Mark just uh, had, Pac-12 Mark show. Mark just had tape cut on him, so I've watched it. Yep. Shout yep. out Mark Jarvis, our tape-cutting master. Um, prospect who's being overhyped. Okay, I don't know. I guess he – I don't think this is in draft circles, but there's been some hype on him entering the season, and I just think it needs to die. Uh, it's Trace McSorley. Uh, you, they, yeah. They blew up Pitt, and he didn't play very well, like – He's not very good. He's like he's a good college no. quarterback. He's a good college quarterback, but like you, okay, they won fifty-one to six. Trace McSorley completed less than fifty percent of his attempts. Was it, for bro, only it was raining. One hundred forty-five yards. It was raining. Small yeah, I don't hands. Care. He does have small hands. That's a, that's my biggest knock on every player. But uh, that's like less less than five in an attempt, two touchdowns, no picks. But still, good. like Miles Sanders, any Baker comp, yeah, he, he did. Any Baker comps. Oh, I, I and, like, just look at the arm talent. And it's like Baker's arm is so much stronger than his, and like Baker's arm isn't like arm strength isn't even like the big thing about Baker Mayfield. <laughs> yeah, no, you're to- totally for sure. Right. I mean, there's a bunch of th- every year. There's gonna be a bunch of quarterbacks like that. Nick Fitzgerald's yeah. just like that too. Uh, my guy, who I feel like he's been overhyped for a while now. I think he was a big prospect. He went to USC. He's racked up a ton of tackles at USC. Cameron Smith, their linebacker. Yeah. Um, I don't know if he's still being hyped, but his lack of athleticism is bad. I think both of those, like him and Porter Gustin, kind of both had a hype, especially last year. Gustin's better than I him, sh- though, I think. And I don't even like Porter Gustin I just either. Think, That's like, what I'm saying. G- Gustin, I don't know. Like the, Smith particularly, though, against Stanford, like his, mm. like Stanford's a run-first team, and like he could not handle Brace Love's athleticism. And, like, he struggles That's, to get yeah, up blocks. And, like, Caden Smith beat him a few times on, like, when he's covering him. The, that's the tight end covering them. Uh, like, his yep. lack of athleticism is bad. He looks like one of those guys who would have been really good in, like, the 80s. But his <laughs> he just doesn't move correct, like move right. Mm-hmm. I, I feel like he'll get drafted, but like, maybe he'll be a good special well, team, right? He's not athletic enough, according no, to you. So. You do know how that works. You need for me to draft a line, a special teams linebacker. You have to hit, and you have to run a four-five. Yeah, your your boy Olikan though, not looking great. Hey, two, hey, two penalties on special Yeah, whatever, teams. man. Penalties a penalty. He's just working too hard. Uh, any small school guys? <laughs> Was wasn't one like a false start? Anyways. Shut up. Yeah, one of them. He like fell into the punter. He like fell over into him. All right. Uh, Atlanta. Any small school guys who cut your eye? Uh, I think we would be remiss in our duties as uh, college football fans if we didn't acknowledge the near upset of Florida State for Sanford. And oh, how, real uh, small school. Hey, man, I've and, watched their, their quarterback and receivers tape, so. Yeah, Delvin Hodges, their quarterback. Uh, big time numbers, man. 39 for 60, 475, two touchdowns. Almost beat Florida State. Yeah, on his way to the CFL. Almost beat the, Florida State. Their like, receiver, though, I think his name's Kelvin McKnight. Um he, I don't think I've watched him. He's like he's kind of interesting. I think he's like my fourth rated FCS receiver, but 
He had a big game too. No, that's not no, that great. No, I'm, not, I'm not trying to. Say <laughs> well, this is for prospects and bringing up a guy who's like maybe gonna make the CFL. He deserves the love. Um, I actually thought you might say. I guess you didn't see the game, the SMU uh, game. They had a little running back who's interesting. Also, your boy James Proch isn't getting enough targets. No, he's not. I know. Um, okay. Also, SMU's not a small school. So okay, well, that. my small school is a guy from Houston, not named at Oliver. Yeah, not small. They they've been really freaking good. Yeah, their safety Garrett Davis, who I liked entering the year, uh, against yeah. Arizona, six tackles, two picks, pass breakup. He he's a really time. good tackler, and then he picked off two passes in this game. One of them was a gimme, but uh, no, he he's he's pretty interesting. Is this the spot to? Is this the spot we talk about how bad Arizona and Khalil Tate and just trying to work that in, eh? <sighs> I mean, I, I had did high not hopes think for... someone would just throw out what Khalil Tate does well. No, he's trying to make him Johnny Manziel, but he's just not like he's not that. You should know that. Yeah, this this has been really really bad. All right, uh, want to jump into some games from week two? I mean, like, I feel like you've talked enough of them. <laughs> just take I'm not done out. talking, bro. I got so <laughs> okay. I don't know why I have so many notes from this game. I was just like... Because you love it. What I am a want? Kansas State fan, and I love the Mississippi State D-line. Uh, okay, Mississippi State uh, went into Manhattan, Kansas, and won 31-10. Uh, first of all, Kansas State's quarterback play is fucking atrocious. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Please don't shit talk Alex Delton. Whoa, oh, you like him over Thompson? Skyler Thompson? I don't know. I believe like both, both of them. They're both great. <laughs> <laughs> Colin Klein's their offensive coordinator. Yeah, that's sick. Yeah. How do you not like that I trio? love Colin Klein, but he's not suiting up anymore. Um, anyway. <laughs> you know, Okay, hold on, hold on, hold on. In all honesty, both of those quarterbacks, like last year, showed a little bit. They are times. both horrible. Um, Shut up. Okay. Nick Fitzgerald's also horrible, though. <laughs> Let's just strip. He's not getting drive. He completed 41% of his passes in this game. He was horrible. He that's ran like, for 159. Like, he's, a, he's a good runner, but... Yeah. Uh, Imagine Nick Fitzgerald at K-State. I think someone tweeted he's the perfect quarterback. And that, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it might have been like Solak or someone. Uh, it was me just now, but no, whatever, okay. They tweeted like, Nick Fitzgerald's literally the perfect quarterback for Kansas State. I can't wait to see what kind of handwritten letter Bill Snyder gives him. <laughs> Do you remember when Snyder wrote Will Greer, I think? Or no, maybe it was Clint Trickett. Oh, God, I'm too. I'm oh, in no. too deep. Anyway. Uh, okay, I already <laughs> talked about Jeffrey Simmons and Montez Sweat going off. Their safety, Jonathan yeah. Abraham, apparently his nickname's the Hitman. He got ejected for targeting. <laughs> he was sick, though. Just blowing people That's up. That's not great. <laughs> uh, Holtorf, the center, struggled. Reisner, I talked him up. Oh, oh. Yep. Duke Shelley, their corner. He's basically this year's DJ Reed for Kansas State. He seems to... To return for Yeah, them, he's their only competent Good. DB. Actually, safety's okay, but... Their defense is really bad. He's their like one of two competent defensive players. Um, he averaged twenty seven per kick return too. Uh, yeah. Nice. Nothing really else. I went. I already did like forty minutes on this game. So yeah, I know. So. Uh, okay, Duke twenty one, Northwestern seven. I, st- I I put this game on because I watched it all, and Daniel Jones, the Duke quarterback, broke his clavicle in the yep. game. That's. He, he was you. playing amazing too. Like he's, a, I'm, I'm more in on him than I was before, and I was pretty high on him already. Uh, he threw for an 192, three TDs, 73 percent completion. He looked fantastic, man. His deep ball was on, and like Northwestern's got a decent defense. Yeah, they do. Um, obviously, uh, your boy Patty Fisher. Yeah, Pat Patty Fisher played well, 12 tackles. But um, yeah, so jo- like Daniel Jones, I think I don't know what he's gonna do now that he's broken his clavicle. But I yeah. think I have him as a top five quarterback right now for the class. So that's pretty. Yeah, high. I I really like him, man. They also lost Mark Gilbert, their corner, who's a legit corner prospect who dislocated hip. Yeah, that's also shit. Yeah. I mean, Daniel Jones. I, one thing is, I want to see him throw down the field more. So if he said he looked good doing so, that's that's a big step. Yeah, for him, he looked but... he looked really good. Um, before same as Clayton Thorson, because I don't think he can Th- throw the ball. Thorson was field. horrible. He yeah, would, he and he's been bad. He he looks yep. like what Derek Carr looked like on Monday Night Football. <laughs> so I'm sure John Gruden's gonna use one of those two first round picks on him. 
I just don't think he's draftable because he can't throw past 12 yards. Like, anyways. Um, I mentioned Patty Fisher. Uh, oh, Joe Giles Harris, the Duke linebacker, is pretty interesting. Duke has some players, how, man. How did Northwestern back look this week? Oh, Larkin? He, he looked pretty solid. No, he looked good again. Yeah. He's That's a, he's a true cool. sophomore, too, I think, right? Uh, I think yeah. he is. Big shoes to fill, though, obviously, with Jackson gone. They're all-time leading rusher, so. It's Spark Spark King. Yeah, that was so really, really surprising. Yeah. But anyways, we don't need yeah, to Yeah, but Lark- Larkin is interesting for sure. Uh, yeah, he, he's, he, he looks interesting. Um, oh, one more thing. I, I've been doing more Patty Fisher lately. Dude, I'm getting mm-hmm. close to writing down a Luke Keekley pro comp. So pro, oh, shit, talk me right. out of it soon or something. I don't. I could be wrong, but uh, he's so good. I don't know if I saw that, but I need to do more work. Uh, yeah. Well, he's a white linebacker. He's six three. Same player. And he, yeah, he's from a school from the north that uh, is more about education than football. And <laughs> Maybe I should pro comp him to Pat Fitzgerald. Uh, okay. <laughs> Might not be bad. UCLA 21, Oklahoma 49. I said that's yep. backwards. Um, UCLA's only, okay. like, el- draft-eligible prospects, tight end Caleb Wilson. They they tried to get him the ball, but uh, he had that one big Yeah, player, he had 92 right? yards. And I in both games I've seen UCLA uh, play, they, like, when he's involved, he makes a big play. They just don't get him the ball enough. I think they're going to start because first snap of the game they went to Wilson and it kind of looked designed. Like I think yeah, gonna, like their their only playmakers on offense seem to be DTR, Kashmir, Allen, yep. and Caleb Wilson. And especially with Allen, you're going to need to pick your spots with him because of his skill set. So strange, like he's mm-hmm. like a jet sweep receiver. Sprint. Yeah, <laughs> but and those running backs are so strange. Like there's a stable of them, but no one's really yeah. good. Who's the, who's the one now? Ola Run for me, I guess. Yeah, they. I mean, so so I'm, so. I'm interested in the one that weighs like seventy. Yeah, that's the one pounds. I like. That's my guy. What's his uh, name? Yeah, he's I got a crazy. I always forget name. his name. But uh, yeah, there's so 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 horrible right? yeah. too. He's been he's bad yeah. for five star. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No one else on UCLA right now. Oh, you know what they got? They have that true sophomore, uh, the edge. I think his name Jalen Phillips. He got hurt in the game, but he, he looked good prior to that. He he was like the number one recruit two years ago. Really? I don't, or like he's a five star. At least he was really good as a freshman. UCLA. Yeah. I don't remember him at all. He's huh. he's playing that Anthony Barr style of thing. Interesting. Uh, okay, Oklahoma dude, Kyler Murray. If he wasn't playing baseball, I think he might be a prospect. He's interesting. Like I don't think he'd be I like mean, a high pick, but he. I feel like you'd take a shot on late in draft. Me too. I like Kyler Murray so much. Uh, the Russell Wilson stuff probably. Oh yeah, die, definitely has to die. Um, I like. I mean, I know. I wish he played football. To be honest, but good for him not playing. Keep football. Man, I think he has a legit shot at the Heisman though. I told you, man. He's my dark horse this year. Good, good the pick. Year. Just because, like, what's I? They lose Rodney Anderson, but yep. that could be more Kyler Murray. Like when Anderson. Yeah, I mean, obviously. They're good hands with Trace Sermon, obviously. But yeah, but yeah. when Anderson went down, like Murray was their go-to runner. Yeah, he led the team in rushing. Yeah. He was good. He's fine, and like, man. Hollywood looked really good. Hollywood's a, yeah. a more like more of or he's not just a deep threat now. He's like actually running routes. Hollywood's scary. Yeah, he's like he's one of those guys that every time he touches the ball, he might score. C.D. Lamb. That's another true sophomore whose Yo. name I wrote down. Dude had a really good game. Like, what do you have? Two crazy one-handed yeah, catches. One, well, one, was one was out of bounds. One was a lot more crazy. Yeah, he went off. Him and Hollywood. He are looks scary. And their tight end's a true sophomore. I wrote his name down too. And they were talking about yeah. big time on the yeah, broadcast. Yeah, he looks really good, man. They're saying he's more in line than Mark Andrews, faster yeah. and better. No, like, it, it looked it too. They have a lot of weapons. If and oh, yeah, next year. I don't know who their quarterback's going to be, but if Rodney Anderson goes back and Hollywood goes back and they got C.D. Lamb in that tight end, and I don't know. Lincoln Riley's really set that offense up for years. Yeah. Okay. Um, Kyler should just go back. I wish. Whatever. Uh, the biggest – Defense side of the ball. Can we we, t- can we talk some Oklahoma defense? Yeah, but there's not really any prospects on it. No, I know. I know. But I just want to talk in general because the linebacker looked really good. Like we talked about Murray. Uh, and they have two young edges who, for the first time like in a while, they might have some guys oh, there. Oh, Obo, bro. Obo, but I love Obo, but, you know, 
he's kind of a twin, yeah. right? So um, they also with the, they have a defensive tackle who's got a funny name that I liked, Neville something. He looked interesting. Oh, I think I remember when he was recruited. Okay. Okay. Uh, the what was supposed to be the biggest game of the day? Number three, Georgia yeah. beats number twenty-four, yeah. South Carolina, forty-one seventeen. Uh, Debo had 45 yards on eight touches through a touchdown. That's not no. great. Brian Edwards outplayed him. Brian Edwards had a buck 11, two TDs, and looked pretty good when he was getting the ball. But Bentley was awful. His stats are better than he played, too. And his <laughs> stats aren't that good. Because the, the stats aren't aren't that bad. The yards yeah. per attempt are 5.7, two picks. Yeah. He, yeah, he played pretty bad. He, he has no poise. He missed a lot of throws. He's getting his receivers killed. And I, I don't like that because Bentley intrigued me some. He's definitely going back for his senior year. Uh, oh, yeah. uh, as for Georgia, J.R. Reed, their safety, played well, and DeAndre Baker played well, obviously, in the secondary. DeAndre Walker on their D-line was kind of the dude in this game, though. Two TFLs a sack. He, they couldn't block him. He was in on everything. Miko um, Hardman, the receiver, true, or, yeah, true junior, mm-hmm. hit 100 yards. He is so fast. He's kind of their X factor on offense. It's kind of nuts how much talent that Georgia team had last year. But anyway, it's, sorry. It's weird how like they got you know how the Demetrius Robertson transferred from Cal to them. He like didn't play mm-hmm. in this game, but like was really good last week. And, like Riley Ridley doesn't get very many targets. Like they have all these receivers and like, but yeah. Nicole Harbin was I the know. one this week. It's interesting. Yeah. How'd how'd Swift look? They were playing Elijah Holyfield a lot. That's interesting. But Swift's another one of those 2020 running backs to keep an eye on. Yeah. Um, oh, you know who plays a lot? Dalvin Cook's brother. Oh, yeah, really? Both, both Georgia games I've seen, he's like he's playing snaps. I didn't hmm. expect. I, th- I thought he'd like redshirt. But but I remember we both watched him in that Under Armour All-American game and thought he'd be a receiver. Because he's, yeah, yeah. he's, he's, he's going to have to add a lot of weight, I think, but. Yeah, I remember that. He's like a good pass catcher for a running back. Yes. Uh, Okay, Colorado 33, Nebraska 28. Uh, Draft eligible guys, Steven Montez is one of them. This was like the coming out party for Steven Montez, the Colorado quarterback. Yeah. Like I said, um, he's intrigued me because, you know, coming in for uh, Cepho in his frosh year. He looked like he had the tools, but it just was super inconsistent. And, like, he had a lot of hype, too, when he first came on the field. And, like, it was the same thing last year. Like, just really consistent, really poor at times. And this could be the game for Steve And he's Montez. a true junior, too. I, yes. I believe he's a true junior. No, I'm pretty um, sure. And he's got the size. He's got the arm. He dropped a couple right in the bucket. They they have a true, another true sophomore receiver. Oh, I can't say his name. Levictus something or other. He, he was game. amazing. Montez... Like, Montez should go back for his senior year, but, like, Montez might be a legit quarterback prospect for 2020. It's just the consistency, but, yeah, if he, if he starts putting it all together, I could get yeah, behind Steve Montez. He's interesting. Um, Evan Worthington, the safety for Colorado, had a really nice game. He's a guy I'm high on. Stanley Morgan, the Nebraska receiver, uh, he's going to mm-hmm. be uh, – he could end up being, like, kind of this year's Dante Pettis. I'll say it. That high? Not, not yet, just, like – he, I don't mind got, that. Like, I kind of like him. He's got some things, bro. And, mm-hmm. and like, draft Twitter seems really high on him. Um, no, he's interesting. Uh, okay. Ohio State, number four, Ohio State 52, Rutgers three. Uh, Dwayne Haskins <laughs> is, uh, like, uh, putting himself in the quarterback talk, dude. And how do you feel? He is really good. He's the best passing quarterback I've seen at Ohio State. Were you just shit talking him like a week ago? Uh, before the season, he does not. <laughs> I hated how wide his stance was in that Michigan game. That's kind of like the only uh, take yeah, we it, had on him, right? But he was better than Barrett. Yeah, so. well, he's a, so significantly better passer. Oh, yes. Dalton Reisner just liked my tweet. Let's talk more Kansas State. <laughs> um. Okay, Haskins. He completed 87% of his passes through four TDs, 233 passing. I mean, it's Rutgers. We haven't seen him, like, at least he's played two of the worst FBS programs so far. But, like, <laughs> just seeing an Ohio State quarterback who can push the ball downfield like he can, it's interesting. Yeah, Cardell had a big arm, too. Yeah, Cardell was... <laughs> I love Cardell. 
Uh, Nick Bosa, eight. Uh, three TFLs and a sack. Gave Tariq Cole the only Rutgers guy who's like for sure getting drafted. Gave My him boy. some trouble, but we both thought Cole should be a guard anyway. Um, yes. I still like Tariq Cole. This is like, so it's, it's a yeah. bad matchup for him to be put into, especially when like Rutgers <laughs> yeah. is so horrible. They're starting a true yeah, freshman like quarterback too. Yeah, IMG Academy though. So, uh, Robert Landers, the D tackle, had a good game. Kendall Sheffield had probably his best game. Uh, okay, I know these are sophomores, but Chase Young had two sacks, and I love Chase Young. Uh, J.K. Yeah. Dobbins played well. Tate Martell came in the game, dude. I saw. How did he, he completed hundred percent of his throws? <laughs> Three? Uh, Ten. Oh shit, that's he pretty had, good. He he had two hundred and sixteen total yards at two TDs. Oh yeah, he led the team in rushing. Yeah, yeah ninety-five. That's jokes. Yeah, no, I kind of want Dwayne Haskins to go pro just so we can see Tate Martell play. You hate Tate Martell though, so I, I might. <laughs> Dwayne, ha- I am not know how to stay fit anymore. Remember, I'm Kansas State guy. Sure you are. Um, that's it, right? There's, yeah, uh, Rutgers is so bad. Rutgers is so tight end Jerome Washington, who I, like I kind of like because he blocks really well entering the year. They like just refuse to throw him the ball anyway. So, I think I think Rutgers game should just be like them bringing back. Uh, Kamiko Ture to go up against Tariq how, Cole. I'm how just... did this team get Ture last year? How did they end up with like, guys like Tariq Cole and Ture when the rest of the team's so bad? I don't know. Like it's like there's no inconsistency. Like it's weird. Um, what? How, they've scored what three touchdowns against Ohio State at all time or something now? So pretty good. Pretty good. Okay. <laughs> this is the yeah. Best game I was about to say number two. Clemson goes into College Station. Wins twenty eight twenty six. A and M comes back at the end. Goes for two. Doesn't get it. Um. No idea why Jimbo called a rollout. Why you cut in the field in half? We can get like five yards, but whatever. Uh, and I'm also kind of got robbed in this game. Um, kid, fu- the, the fumble, the, the touchback. Yeah. I I don't. I thought it. Went I, did, I don't think it was a touchback. I don't touch think back. it was either. I couldn't tell, but like I was pretty sure it wasn't. The kid was crying too. It's hard to tell. Oh really? That's he had sad. two career catches, both in that game. One was for a touchdown. And that was the other one. Uh, okay, prospects though. Hunter Renfro steps up and makes plays when he has to. Hunter Renfro is going to get be at the Senior Bowl. Hunter Renfro is going to be drafted by the New England Patriots. Yes, correct. definitely. He's like he is really good when you need him to be. Uh, Barrios and Ren- Renfro are the, about to be the next Edelman Amendola. So you're here for sounds right. Ken- Kendall Joseph was kind of flying everywhere, make, made a handful of tapicals. This was one of the best games I've seen Austin Bryant play. He's mm-hmm. really good against the run in this game. Uh, Cleveland Farrell was unstoppable. He had two two I sacks. It was awesome. Uh, Wilkins made a bunch of plays too. He like he was all over the, uh, Mond all the time. Dexter Lawrence played decent. He blocked a field goal. Like the whole D line showed up to play. And they still gave up that much points. It's it's interesting. Mond was on one with with Rodgers and like I said they had a few receivers who were making plays. Rodgers was the yeah. best one for sure, mm-hmm. but a few guys making plays. And like it's surprising they put this much up against Clemson when Williams Travion Williams was this bad. Yeah, for sure. Uh also, yo, the Texan on punter is a freak. Oh, you were talking about okay. He, okay. So he averaged he punted 5 times, averaged 53 per punt. He, he man, he punted one 73 yards. I swear it went like 68 in the air. That's pretty nuts. Oh, wait, wait. Net 53 or? No, average. They don't track okay. net in college for some reason. Oh, I forgot yeah, about that. Yeah, it's point. See what Michael Dixon's average was? Never mind. Yeah, this guy's trying to be the next Michael Dixon. Michael Dixon was amazing. We'll talk about the lot on <laughs> rest of the start. Maybe so. he'll be number one in my rookie power rankings article. Uh, it should be Will Disley, but anyways, oh, let's move on. It's going to be Seahawks only. Uh, number 17... <laughs> USC lost to number 10 Stanford, 17-3. I already talked about Cam Smith looking bad. Porter Gustin didn't look that great. You should talk JT Daniels. Uh, Iman Marshall showed up. He he did pretty good, pretty well against JJ Arcega Whiteside, which is a good prospect matchup that I didn't really talk about. Yeah, that is. Yeah, that's a good one. Like, they both had decent games, but like, like considering what we saw Arcega Whiteside is capable of, like, and knowing Imar Marshall's not the most athletic guy, he's more of a physical guy, he did a really good job with Arcega Whiteside. Um, KJ Costello's just kind of goofy. He just looks <laughs> wait, he just wait. looks like a goofy quarterback. Every, like, 
This whole process seems goofy. <laughs> I don't know. The Stanford offense is weird. They all they do is run those like those uh, inside toss plays to Brace Love. The the the, the power the, yeah the fuck they yeah I yeah, hate I it. Know. I hate it. So- I don't. It, it interests. Like, why does no other team do this? That's why it interests Wait, me. It they they do it like fifteen times a game too. They do it a it's lot. Like half of Brace Love's yeah. carries come that way. Brace Love looked really good uh, for Brace Love. It interests me. I, I want to see other teams yeah. try it. Uh, but you know, Stanford always just shits out linemen and running yeah. backs. So, uh, Caden Smith, the Stanford tight end, looked pretty good. Bobby Okariki, your guy, looked pretty good. Bobby Okariki, best linebacker in this game. That's accurate. Most athletic, easily. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. USC just doesn't seem to have that much talent. Or. I, or or like plus not, we're, we're not Clay like they have big re- they have so. big recruits they're just not developing them or something. Yeah, I know. Like there's no. It's like you like I love Sam Darnold, but like he never made that next step. He was really smart. from you freshman I mean? to sophomore year. Like it, for a yeah, call, yeah. I know. I understand what you're saying. Like he was the Heisman talk and blah blah. blah and he I don't Clay's he's good. Clay Helton isn't the guy. No, I I mentioned to this to you on the weekend, but like I'm surprised a program like USC hasn't replaced him. They yet. should they should go after a, like a really great offensive mind, Matt Canada. But they you know they've had issues with coaches since uh, Pete. Yeah. So uh, okay, I know. Okay, Clemson and Texas A&M was like <laughs> I totally I totally didn't even listen to your Matt Canada. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for taking it. Sorry, Clemson and Texas A&M was like the best game, but I think. Arizona State, Michigan State was a close second. Arizona State at home beat number 15, Michigan State, 16-13. Who's laughing in Ad Herm now? Yo, he he just lets his coaches coach, and it seems to work. They're hired. Their defensive coordinator, the guy from San Diego State, that was a really good hire. Yeah. Uh, What's his name? Gonzalez. I I got the game on right now. Uh, Ren is just wrecking. Yeah, Ren's per- so. like they're running that three three five, the the Rocky Long San Diego State thing, <laughs> and Ren is just a monster in the middle for them. Yeah, he, I think it's it's the play where he blew up the center and you know the guards pulling, so he messed that up. Yeah, so he, it's like a four yard. Yeah, he's just loss, eating so. stuff. He's the key to their defense right now. Age like just really nice leverage, and he's like the quickest guy mm-hmm. off the ball. So. I he's gonna end up going in the second round, isn't he? Yeah, yeah, him and Marquis. Um. On offense, like Manny Wilkins, it was a weird game. Yeah, so let's talk but about he's Manny. got tools. He, yeah, he impressed me with how much he looked like a real quarterback. I'm taking, and I, I I've been a Manny Wilkins fan because he's fun. I take Manny Wilkins is in the draft over a lot of quarterbacks who've gotten a lot more hype. I think like he CFL All Star potential for sure, uh, but I, I didn't see that arm strength from from Manny until this game. Like he was really uncorking some yeah, balls. Yeah, he's, he's got like. He got he can rip it. He, he was maneuvering the pocket pretty well. Like he, he showed a lot of stuff. I, I um, obviously, Nikhil Harry made some freaky plays as he does. Yeah, he's, he's always the best. Uh, Kyle there. Williams, the other receiver, is interesting too. Yes. Uh, yeah. For Michigan State, the only guy on defense who stands out to me is Joe Batchy, their linebacker. I yeah, I, I think those Michigan State team and especially defense was overrated coming to the yeah, season. Yeah, ba- like Batchy is, he's got instincts. And he's rugged, like run stopper. He's uh, he's gonna struggle against the pass, but he's like the only guy who stands out. Um, okay, L.J. Scott seems like a jag. Yep, like he's he's maybe a late round pick, but I don't know. I just don't really see it. Like he's just very inconsistent in the run game. Uh, there's there's not much there. No, it doesn't seem that athletic. Uh, okay, Brian Lewerke. I know they only put up thirteen play uh, thirteen points. He played a good game. It, he's I, I mentioned this before the show. He's kind of Sam Darnold. Bro, I made that pro comp on the show like three weeks ago. Remember? Mm-hmm, I do. He and does like the same thing where it's he makes these plays other quarterbacks can't make, and he shows that it factor thing. Yeah, yeah. And like he'll he'll like turn around three times, roll out, break a tackle, <laughs> and I don't know. Yeah, and you know the athleticism's big. Like, the, and hey, we saw Darnold run the ball like designed last night a couple mm-hmm. times, which shocked me. But that was really yeah, the cool. rookie, the can run too. Um, Felton, he yeah. trusts Felton Davis. Felton Davis is a nice receiver. Their other receiver is a true sophomore, White. He's good. Number seven, he I like him. I, I haven't seen too much of him. They like talk him up. Felton will get drafted, but oh, yeah, sorry. they talk up the other guy at one point, and he was like, 
this dominant high school basketball, football, and baseball player. That's yeah. pretty cool. Uh, okay, last game. I threw it in late just because uh, it was the last one I watched. And uh, Kentucky finally beat Florida. Kentucky goes into number yeah. 25, Florida, in the swamp, wins 27-16. That's big. Nobody on Florida looked good. Marte- Martez Ivy, their left tackle, struggled with Josh Allen, gave up a strip sack to lose the game at the end. Um, Josh Allen looked pretty pretty good. You talked up Benny Snell a bit. Their safety, Mike Edwards, mm. looked good. Derek Beatty, I like their long, lean corner. Yes, it's a big boy. Yeah. Uh, anything else to add from the games of week two? Uh yeah, Florida doesn't have much talent. It <laughs> like, really doesn't. Felipe Franks isn't the right fit to run Dan Mullen's offense either. I don't. I don't. No, think. I mean I, I'm not gonna throw this on Dan Mullen either. I think he's just got to get his guys in there and just keep. You know, it's gonna take a couple years yeah. for him. And they, like we know, Florida's this big name program, but they've been really bad the last few years. So yeah. Uh okay. Um. Before before we hit the week two uh, matchups and pick the spreads. AJ, how will you be betting on the week two college football matchups? Uh, my bookie. Me too. Everyone's got to use my bookie. Nothing beats my bookie. They let you bet on pretty much everything. Join now and use the promo code Heaven. That's H E A V E N, and my bookie will match your deposit dollar for dollar. That's my bookie. M Y B O O K I E. My bookie. And thanks to my bookie, we got some spreads for these games. Um, West Virginia at NC State's been postponed or canceled. I've read postponed and I've read canceled, so I don't really know. Yeah, me, me too. I thought it was getting... I, I read it's being moved to the next week and they're just like moving the next game back again. It's strange. That's And weird. Central Florida at North Carolina has been canceled um, because of the hurricane. Uh, North Carolina is lucky. Yeah, North Carolina lost to East you, Carolina, UCF, man. UCF was about to... An, what was it, like 41 East Carolina years? lost to an FCS school the week before. Yeah, uh, UNC might be the, the worst team. Larry Fedora's getting fired. Or in the Power 5. Oh, yeah, they're, they're, they're a dumpster it's fire. It's awful. Uh, okay, anyway. I want to watch a, a little mini tournament between Rutgers, Oregon State, and uh, UNC. Rucker, That's what I want. Who would win? Ru- who would Oregon win? State. I feel like Oregon State's got... They got the tight end. They, the running back looked okay. Oregon State was much better against Ohio State than Rutgers was. That's <laughs> true. So, I'd take Oregon State in that. Uh, okay. Number five, Oklahoma going into Ames, Iowa, playing Iowa State. Oklahoma favored by 17 and a half. Uh, no Rodney Anderson. But Iowa State lost 13-3 to Iowa this past weekend. Yeah, we didn't, we didn't talk about the Sahel game. It was game. boring. I watched the whole thing. David <laughs> Montgomery was bottled up most of the game. Kyle Kemp yeah. injured his knee. Uh, sprained, I think he sprained his MCL. I don't think he'll be playing against Oklahoma. Uh, I like. I want to cheer for Iowa State. They're they're a fun school and they're an underdog. And you Matt know, but cool. Yeah, exactly. I like Montgomery and Matt a lot. But, so yeah, Oklahoma. I'm taking Oklahoma uh, minus seventeen. Yeah, I mean, they should destroy Iowa State. Yeah, I think the defense is good enough now for Oklahoma that they're gonna, you know, not let one guy and beat I, them or I keep it close. Defense is decent. Like I like Brian Peavy, their corner, but Hollywood Brown and C D Lamb, like I honestly can't stop that. It's just too, too much. much it's just too much. Um okay. Vanderbilt at number eight Notre Dame. Okay. Notre Dame has some big time defenders. They struggled against Ball State though. Their offense I told you. I told and dude, you. Riley Neal looked bad. He he was good on the opening. Yeah, Riley Neal. He was good on their opening drive. And he was good kind of in I the know. fourth quarter, but like in between, he was terrible. D- did Notre Dame score in the second half? Yes. In the fourth quarter, did they score? So. Okay. Uh, <laughs> defense is good, but Brandon Wimbush is terrible. I I'm excited to prospect wise Kyle Shermer against a legit defense, the <laughs> Vanderbilt quarterback, because I like Kyle Shermer. <laughs> Are you really that into Kyle I Shermer? think he's going to end up being worth a late-round pick to become right. your offensive coordinator one day. He's better than Luke Falk. <laughs> Probably true. Luke Falk's not Shermer, on the roster. Is he on the practice No, he's on the yeah, Dolphins. So. He's on the roster. Oh, I forgot. That's right. No, Yeah, because sure? the Titans cut him, and I'm pretty sure the Dolphins claimed him. 
Hey, we warned everyone not to uh, trap Luke Falk. We love you, Luke. Kyle Sherman's got a way better arm than Luke Falk. Which, I mean, it doesn't mean that much. but I agree. And he's more fun. But I want to see, from a prospect perspective, Kyle Sherman against a defense that's got a guy on every level who's going to be in the NFL. And I also want to see if Notre Dame's any good. I'm taking Vanderbilt plus the points. 14 and a half. Yeah, me too. Uh, if you're not covering against Ball State, you're not covering against Vanderbilt. Yeah, Vandy looked good. It has looked good. Yeah. I love, Derek I like, Mason's I like done a pretty decent job with Vandy. Kind of. Following James Franklin would be tough. Yeah. Okay. For sure. Number 12 LSU going into number 7 Auburn. We got a couple treats from the SEC. Yeah, this we week, do. Yeah. Um, Tons of prospects in this game. We get to see Jared Stidham take on a defense that has Devin White, Greedy mm-hmm. Williams, and Richard Lawrence. That's and, yeah, that's the highlight. And some uh, Darius Slayton versus Greedy Williams is something I'm excited to see. Other side of the ball, I tried to like Joe. I don't think Joe Burrow is going to play well. And like, who's LSU going to go to on offense? Nick Brissett has been that's their guy, it. but like, we saw what. This Auburn defense did against Miles Gaskin. Miles Gaskin's better than him. That D line's so yep. strong. They have secondary players. Like I like Javaris Davis a lot. I I don't know. It, it's it's up to LSU's defense this I, week, I, but uh, I I don't think they have enough to handle. I've got them covered. Uh, you got LSU plus yep. points. This was tough for me. Like I I, I just I, that offense has nothing there, and we saw a better offense in Washington. Uh, not be able to do anything against Auburn, and my we saw Auburn's defense. Uh, sorry, we saw Auburn's offense do better against. A, I don't know whose defense would you take right now, Washington or LSU's? LSU's. Not prospect. What on like for Saturdays? LSU. LSU just always defense. So I don't know. Nine points. I think it's gonna be close. It, I think Auburn I'm, wins. I, I uh, really want to see how Stidham handles this. Me he too. plays a lot me of too. good defenses this year. Um, yeah, it's the, the tape's going to be No, different. I think Auburn wins, but it's going to be like a grinded-out game. When, when I'll, I'll take Auburn to cover, but I yeah, I don't, I'm not confident about the cover. It's a tough Auburn wins, LSU covers for me. Uh, number 17, Boise State going in uh, to number 24, Oklahoma State. Boise or Oklahoma State favored by three. I'm taking, I'm taking Boise State. State. Okay, me good. Uh, I mean, we don't really know what Taylor Cornelius is at quarterback for Oklahoma State yet. But we know they lost a lot of receivers. Jalen McCluskey's kind of the only guy back. Justice Hill's a good running back, and so is uh, DJ King. But but mm-hmm. Brett Rippon is playing at like an insane level right now. <laughs> I I know he's played Troy and UConn, but he has been awesome. I'm just happy you're fine. I love Brett Rippon all of a sudden. Like <laughs> I think he's going to end up my biggest quarterback riser from summer grades into the actual draft. Interesting, and and like it's yeah. I'm taking Boise State. No, Oklahoma State so. doesn't have like a great defense or anything. So I think this this can be a fun game. Yeah, it should be shootouty. Yeah, I agree. Uh, I wish Cornelius went to Nebraska though, but whatever. <laughs> okay, he, or Vanderbilt. Stop. Houston at Texas Tech. Texas Tech feared by one and a half. Why? I I don't. I was gonna ask you. <laughs> Houston's on one right Houston's now. Houston's been so Dude, good. Yeah. Houston, Boise State, are those the two best group of five schools I've seen so far? Uh, UCF, Oh, and I UCF, guess. sorry. I don't even... Those are the three, yeah. Okay, um, this game, Ed Oliver is going to have a lot of opportunities to get after the quarterback because Texas Tech throws so much. I'm excited to see that. Um, yeah, that's... that's... Yep. Here's a low-key matchup. TJ Vasher, the Texas Tech receiver, versus Isaiah Johnson, the Houston corner. That's a 6-6 receiver versus a 6-3 corner. That, that always turns Yeah, like, that's interesting. Um, and I don't know. I'm taking Houston plus those points, though. Texas Tech's he, like, defense is bad, and Derek King is yeah. dynamic at quarterback for Houston. Yeah, exactly. I don't think they're going to be able to stop King. I, I'm taking Houston... Plus one and a half eat and a win outright. At Oliver but. over under uh, two sacks. I knew you were going to set that. Uh, I'll take two over. Um, okay. Another fun SEC Number game. one Alabama, favored by 21 and a half in Oxford, Mississippi against Ole Miss. This is like the game of the week from the perspective of there's so many prospects in this game. Yeah. Because Ole Miss is loaded yep. with prospects on offense. 
Yeah, and like they're all going to be on the field at the same time yeah. too. Like, okay, DK Metcalf, AJ Brown, and Demarcus Lodge at receiver, plus Dawson Knox at tight end, Greg Little at left tackle, uh, Javon yep. Patterson at guard, Sean Rawlings at center. Jordan Kiamu has played pretty damn well so far, and that run this the, the running run back, back Scotty yeah. Phillips, and like Alabama's got a nasty people, defense. People talking up Scotty Phillips a bit, anyway. So sorry. I want to see him against like a legit defense that's got. No, that yep. D line bugs Williams and Davis. They got Jennings on the outside, Mac Wilson, Deontay Thompson. There's so much talent, um, and I, I, I want to see how Stefan Diggs' brother handles these Ole Miss receivers. That I think that's really the matchup because there's no like s- absolute stud on this Alabama corner group yet, but there's mm-hmm. so many receivers sure. on Ole Miss. Yeah, um, other side of the ball, Alabama's gonna walk on Ole Miss. Yeah. Like Alabama's covering, I'm just excited to see all the prospects. I'm too. What's what's the total in this game? It's a good question. It's weird. Can we get a little uh, look it up my bookie for me song? Look up the total on my bookie, please. Is that what you want? Um. Yeah, yeah, a little more. No, I like can talk about the game. Uh, oh, why? Stop. Ole Miss is. I think they have like the eighth best offense in the country right now, oh. and like the 120th best defense. So, ooh, let's guess the total. 65. You're close, seventy-one. That's a that's a big number. It's two, think about what two has been doing. Think about how many points Alabama's going to score in this awful defense. I would love to go back over the, like the last five years and see if we've ever had that high of a total in an Alabama football game. I would. I, I, I'm not. Sh- I'm not. I sure would if take has the been. under just because I don't think Ole Miss can score that much against this defense. Maybe in the Natty. Like I, I'm thinking, like a f- like the Deshaun Watson games. Anyway, sorry, I'm getting. I'm like thinking Alabama wins like 45-24 or something. I mean that's close. I think this is but... a trap, Rob. I think this is a trap. Wait, you... I think Ole Miss covers. Well, okay, Ole Miss. I don't know if they is win, not... but I think they're going to. I don't tough. think they can get into shootout mode with the, against the Alabama defense. And the Alabama's offense can be pouring on the points. Ole Miss is such a bad defense. No, no, yeah, <laughs> this is probably going to. I don't know. It might go over. That's a lot of points. Big though. test for Greg Little. It's interesting. Oh yeah, that's a good matchup. Just, too. It, it kind of starts like. The other side of the ball, like Alabama's not really facing any tough people on the Ole Miss D. Uh, no, not okay. at all. Number four, Ohio State going into uh, Fort Worth. Dallas. Uh, is yeah. it in Dallas? I'm pretty sure. Yeah, uh, number 15, TCU. Uh, or I guess at Cowboy Stadium. Um, neutral, yeah. yeah. Ohio State favored by 12 and a half. Um, TCU struggled with SMU in the first half in the rain delay game on Friday. Yeah. I was so mad. It was delayed two hours, and I was waiting so long. Um, I don't think TCU can cover this. I want to pick TCU because I hate Ohio and TCU's State. TCU's cool. But I, I do like Horn Frogs. But Their quarterback's good. Uh, like, he's interesting, but he's not there yet. Um, they don't have enough. Like, Darius Anderson wasn't even playing that much against SMU. They don't have enough on offense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I agree with you. Ohio State covers. Like, I think Nick like a two touchdown. The, the Ohio State D line is going to eat up TCU's quarterback. Um, yeah, but Ben Banigou. Yeah, is you, you know I was, I was actually talking him up. I love Ben Banigou, the TCU edge. He I think he'll have a good. Have you watched any of his first two games? Yeah, I will. I watched the SMU game. He looked good. He looked How good. do you look? Uh okay. I'm not if, a Ben Banigou guy for the record. Like Isaiah so. Prince stayed on the right side of the Ohio State O line. So he's going against, I think, he's a true sophomore at left tackle for Ohio State. That'll be an interesting matchup. Mm-hmm. And uh, this is Dwayne Haskins' first real test, too. Uh, yes. Okay. Number 22, USC at Texas. Texas feared by three. Yeah, I have no yeah. idea. I, I pick USC because I don't, I don't know why. I just had to pick someone. Yeah, I honestly have no Both idea. Both teams are so <laughs> disappointing. Texas, yeah, Texas for, beat <laughs> Tulsa by seven last week. Yep. So, I don't know. All I'm, I, uh, I'm, I'm only uh, concerned yeah. with watching Amal Marshall cover Colin Johnson. That's interesting. Uh, I guess I'm thinking USC. I have no faith in this at all, though. I, I'm I not know. thinking. Is Amal Marshall the only U- legit USC prospect? He, make, make, like, yeah. their receivers are young. Like, Pittman and Vaughn's, they're both eligible. But, like, uh, <laughs> it's, it's, like it's definitely just Amal Marshall. I think so. And yeah. te- Texas got some guys on defense, like Chris Boyd, Brandon Jones. Yep. Are you talking yourself yeah, into talking Texas? To, I'm taking Texas minus three. I don't know. Yeah, I'll just take USC because I don't I have honestly. Uh, okay. And our bonus game because two got canceled. 
Uh, number 10, Washington going into Utah. Washington favored by six. Pac-12 after dark. Yeah, I love Pac-12 after dark. It's a big game. Lots of people were picking Utah to win the South, right? Utah's been sketchy. I don't trust their offense yes, at all. Yes, they have. I'm taking Washington minus six. Uh, Me Utah's too. not going to be able to throw against this Washington secondary. Um, defensively, Utah's got some guys. Chase Hansen, I like him. Bradley, uh, I can't say his last name, Anae, and Julian Blackman at corner. Like, they got a guy on every level. But, like, Miles Gaskin sh- should be fine. And we, we like those Washington receivers. Fuller mm-hmm. Fuller looks really good for them. The Washington O-line, even without Trey Adams, is still pretty good. Like, I don't know. I just I can't see Utah scoring enough to keep up with Washington. No, I agree. Even Eric Weddle was shit-talking the Utes. So. Oh, really? I don't know. He said, he said something. Weddle had zero tackles in the game. It pissed me off. Anyways. Okay. Never, never start him an IDP again. Uh, yeah, I'm taking Washington as well. You said it. All right, that's all of our games. Um, you can follow us on Twitter at Armchair NFL at ACL Americans at AJ Marchese 13 at Rob Paul NFL. Um, you can listen to our other podcast, Wrestling the Starters at RTS Pod on Twitter. Uh, it comes out on Thursday mornings. It's all NFL all the time. Um, if you go on armchairallamericans.com, you can read my Armchair Scout NFL Draft articles. And, yeah, anything to add, AJ? Uh, Western Michigan didn't beat Michigan, so. Pretty big day for Caron Higdon. It was a big day for uh, So, check you later, fam. Look around. You can find cars like these on Auto Trader, Like that car riding right your tail. Or if you're tailgating right now, all those cars doubling as kitchens and living rooms are on Auto Trader too. Are you working out and listening to this ad at the same time? Well, multitasking pro, cars like the ones in the gym parking lot are for sale on Auto Trader. New cars, used cars, electric cars, maybe even flying cars. Okay, no flying cars, but as soon as they get invented, they'll be on Auto Trader. Just you wait. Auto Trader.